Hello, my beautiful beanies. And welcome to The Bean for Thursday. First with yesterday's news, I and Glenn ZB, we're looking back at Wednesday. Uh, Gaurav Sherma, uh, what's going to happen to him? What's his plans? Uh, what do you do when your kid just won't stop crying? Why do politicians jog? And what actually goes into the sausage? Oh man, how can you not listen to this podcast? Uh, and it, it looks like that whole COVID thing, you know, and keeping everybody in business and paying for workers who weren't going to work because of the COVID thing. Looks like there's been quite a big bill for that. By comparison to other countries, we did much the same as they did. The ones that that have performed well and have, have recovered faster did much the same. Sprayed money across the economy and then you have to suffer the consequences as a result. I mean, as an amateur economist, would you have done anything differently? What else could have been done? If you are an employer who took the subsidy because you had to, because you couldn't go to work, that kept your employees employed, would you have survived without the subsidy? You might be back in business now. Would you have been in business if that money hadn't been spread across the economy? I'd like to hear the real effects of of the investment, I suppose, that Grant Robertson made and the government made at the time. Could there have been measures taken any differently? Looking around the world, probably not. Unless you went Sweden, my preferred option, as you'll recall. Um, and, you know, they have recovered well and they're all gangbusters. But no, you know, not especially more so than, than countries that did take lockdowns. Yeah, it's a question, isn't it? Should, have we, should we have used the Swedish method? I always can just hear in my mind Monty Python's... John Cleese's newsreader saying, and now a massage from the Swedish Prime Minister. Um, wouldn't be the first time I got into trouble for quoting something from Monty Python, of course. So we'll stop that there and move on to um, uh, Gaurav Sherma. Uh, so he's gone, but he's not gone. What's happening now? But wait a minute. Was it not she who was busy promoting Paul Eagle, a sitting Labour MP, for Mayor of Wellington. And had he actually won that, as Jacinda wanted him to, would that not have triggered a by-election in his seat? So how is it OK for taxpayers' money to be spent on that, but not on Shermer's seat? Bit hypocritical, isn't it? The timing couldn't be worse for Labour, of course, because in a bad week for the government, in a bad term for the government, with ongoing bad polling for the government, you've got to imagine a by-election's not really going to deliver a good result for them either. That Hamilton seat is not a Labour stronghold, it's a swing seat. I mean, they did win it off National in 2020, but it is a very different political scene now, is it not? It will be a referendum on the government's popularity, and they know it. And they should know that it won't be good. National, on the other hand, says bring it on, and they have every reason at this stage to sound so bullish but as Grant Robertson so aptly said, you know, it is what it is. Thank you. That's my whole philosophy. People, everybody needs to stop getting so worried about everything all the time. It is what it is.
What can you do? I don't know if that is actually the right attitude for a government to take, but it's certainly been a helpful attitude for me to take over the years. So like when your kid won't stop crying. Yeah, whatever. And every now and then when you're on the radio, you've got a family situation and you think, you know what, I might just throw out, or, or this personal situation, I might just throw out this particular dilemma and uh, maybe you can help us out. And in the helping of uh, the helping out of me, uh, you might be helping others. So the, the situation, the personal situation right now is that my dear, darling, wonderful Riley, three years old, is going through a phase where when we drop her off at daycare, um, she's crying and, and is distraught. And if you're a parent and you remember what this like, isn't it just the most heartbreaking thing? She first started going for a couple of days a week when she was 18 months. That's right. And um, and then we increased it to three. So so she goes three days a week. We love the daycare. And like a, a lot of little ones, when they first start um, and they haven't really developed um, their vocab, that there are the tears when you drop them off. Um, and that the, the advice always is, is just say goodbye, say you love them, say you'll pick them up in the afternoon. And when they start crying, you, even though it goes against every fibre in your being, that you just walk for the door and you make it quick and you go away and then they settle down very quickly and they have a great day and then they're very pleased to see you um, at the end of the day. So that's, that's what it was like. So, so initially she would have, um, have the tears and then she'd be fine. Um, and then, you know, in the last year or so, no tears at all. And, um, and it's been fantastic and she's made some really good friends. And now every morning she's crying. As opposed to when she first started going to daycare, now she has the language. Um, and, and she's saying to me, please don't leave me, Daddy. Please don't let me go, Daddy. <laughs> and, and this is it's like killing me. Uh, so any advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same advice as I always give is that never, ever, 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 never, ever, ever, ever have kids. And um, oh, it might be a bit late. Actually, now that I think of it, that advice for Tim there. Ah, yeah, I can see how that's gone wrong. But he should have taken the advice. I'm pretty sure I would have given him that, that advice before he had them. Um, I give most people that advice, and it's amazing how most people do them all that advice and then come to me afterwards and say, I wish I'd taken your advice. Anyway... Uh, moving on, uh, Marcus has been making some observations about politicians. By the way, I'll do breaking news when we've got that, looking at the uh, British papers all the time to see if their leader is... She's out jogging now. Live trust, Liz Truss. The headline is running on empty. They all jog, don't they? Boris jogged. This new um, young thruster, what's his name, Hunt, he's a jogger. All of them jog. It's like the ultimate, if you're a... Um, Surprise, Luxon isn't jogging. All those alpha males seem to be out and about doing it. Getting up at four in the morning and going for a run. Could you be bothered? Suppose it's good for you. For you. I always feel sorry for the security detail. that have to do the exercise with the... I mean, they don't all jog. I think Boris was more of a cyclist, wasn't he? Uh, and obviously Biden's definitely a cyclist, although sometimes he falls off. Um, but yeah, because that's not really what you sign up for, is it? When you you know join the Secret Service or the Diplomatic Protection Squad or whatever, exercising at work. Imagine if you know. Imagine if you had to add that element into your job. I mean, it's different if you're a personal trainer or a gym instructor or something, obviously, but 
you know, most people don't most people shouldn't have to be have to exercise at work but there you are you think you're just going to be like somebody's bodyguard stop the terrorists attacking or whatever and then the, uh, oh, I'm going for a run now go for a bike ride oh, alright I'm going to get on the get the joggers on get the bike out makes it a bit under, uncomfortable with the bulletproof vest and everything right we're going to uh, finish up here uh, with the um, the champion sausage maker uh, her name is Portia. Congratulations, you must be stoked. Uh, yeah, we, we definitely are at New World. We were celebrating when we got back. It was pretty fun. Excellent. Ever won before? Uh, not us in the store at the moment, but we have previously won a Supreme Award in 2018 for our Angus beef sausages. Okay, so you've got some, you've got some form. Why are your pork sausages so good? Oh... Well, I mean, it could be a variety of things. The meat, the New Zealand pork that we use, could be the seasonings we add into it that I'm not giving away. Um, <laughs> I mean, it could be a vast majority of things. Um, does but, it, yeah. Does it take a while for you to perfect the recipe? Uh, it's taken us about seven months to perfect it to this point, to get gold and supreme. Okay, a bit of time and effort's gone in then. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Are you expecting a lot of people in the Hamilton area to suddenly start heading to Tarapa to do their meat shopping? Uh, we we hope so. We are prepared. Uh, we've already started making quite a lot of kgs worth, as well as our Angus beef sausages also. We're our beef lovers. Do you think, I know a lot of times people sort of think that for it to be a really good sausage, it has to sort of be an artisan butchery or, or, or come from a small provider. That's not that's not a fair assumption anymore, is it? No. So pretty much anyone can make a sausage if you know what you're doing. Um, like I said, it does take time to get to the perfection point. Um, but, yeah, just keep going for it. Don't give up. Oh, more great advice from News Talks you've been this morning. Keep going for it. Don't give up. I was not expecting that advice from somebody who makes sausages. But, I mean, I think you can apply it to all sorts of situations and not just sausages. Advice to live by from a sausage maker. I'm Glenn ZB. Um, you know, because I actually, now that I think of it, sausage makers have probably got lots of good advice. Like, you know, make sure you turn frequently. That'd be a, that'd be, that's other good advice. Um, Pierce. Before cooking, that's not quite so. I guess you can't really apply that to other. All right, let's uh, finish that there. This is getting out of hand. I, that was News Talks you've been. I'm Glenn ZB. We'll see you back here with more great advice tomorrow. It's turned into an advice podcast. Fantastic.